changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey everyone, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm pleased to introduce you to Laura Owens, who I met when I appeared on her podcast. Now, going into podcasting was a natural progression for Laura. Her father was a National Radio Hall of Famer, and her mother is an award-winning journalist. In fact, Laura and her mother, Jan, are co-hosts of their self-help podcast, which is called Nobody Told Me. So Laura went to Penn State for college, but she was already operating in the adult world as an equestrian, and she was the owner of a horse farm which develops champions for horse shows, and she started doing that at age 16. But even the most mature young woman can need help, lots of help, and that's the subject of Laura's TEDx talk, which is called The Life-Saving Power of Kindness to Strangers, and it was the top-ranked American TEDx talk when it was released in January 2022. Laura joins us today to share that TEDx talk, which she very kindly turned into a written piece for the 30th anniversary edition of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Laura, welcome to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Amy, it is such an honor to be with you. You know, I am such a big fan of Chicken Soup books and of the podcast. Well, thank you for having me on yours, and I'm so thrilled to have you on mine now, and I really appreciate you writing to be in this updated edition of the original Chicken Soup for the Soul book, which I wanted to update with people who I viewed as thought leaders today, and you are one of them. So let's talk about that story that you adapted from your TEDx talk. Let's talk about what happened to you on a very long flight to Iceland one day. Yeah, so it was back in December of 2016, and I was on a plane going to Iceland of all places from San Francisco. And this was a trip that I think maybe I wanted to be looking more forward to than I actually was. It was a trip where I had emptied my savings account to go with my now ex-boyfriend to Reykjavik. And we were going to do all of these amazing things together. We were going to do dog sledding and helicopter rides and just Everything you could think of that you would do there, I had planned for this trip because, like I said, I emptied my savings account for it. But when I got on the plane with him, he was berating me for Lord knows what it was at the time. I'm sure I had, you know, stepped the wrong way or put my bag up the wrong way. Um, And that was really the start of just hours of this man insulting me and telling me I was worthless and ugly and all of these horrible things. And, you know, the the awful thing is that when you're in a situation like I was in, you believe him. You just kind of tune out everybody else around you and the person that you give power to, which in my situation was my ex-boyfriend who I thought I loved, was the person who was actually putting me down and who cared about me less than anyone. And that was very evidenced by the fact that a stranger on the plane actually slipped me a note when he went to the bathroom saying that I was being abused, which just hit me really hard because I 
couldn't imagine that word with this man who I who I thought was just the greatest thing. I thought the issue was was me. I thought he had every reason to be putting me down like he was the whole flight. And she sent me this note. She was somebody who I didn't know, a complete stranger. I never saw her face, but she did leave her email address, which I came to find out was one she didn't use. And she left it because she was worried that if she gave her real email, her real contact information, that he would try and track her down. And she was afraid of him, but she was very brave to do this. And it really was what brought everything to the surface for me. And I started piecing together what had been going on in the relationship. And maybe I was in an abusive situation, which it was just so hard to admit. But I ended up connecting with her after I left the relationship, which unfortunately was not immediately after. But I thanked her and Her name is Karen Ilmberger. I refer to her in the talk as Nancy because at the time I didn't know if she would want her real name revealed. But Karen is the most wonderful woman who I am still connected to to this day. I text her all the time. And Karen's actually featured in another Chicken Soup book that's upcoming. Yes, because when I heard her story and I heard how brave she was to have written you that note on that cocktail napkin and slip it, you know, through the crack between the seats to you and how brave she was to do that and how she felt compelled to help a total stranger. She hadn't even seen you. She just heard the unrelenting abuse. I thought, I've got to get her into our next book, which has come out, and it's called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Get Out of Your Comfort Zone. And Karen very much stepped out of her comfort zone. So I thought, wow, we've really got to honor that bravery and make her a role model for other people because You were being physically abused too, weren't you? Not that she knew that at the time. Right. But I think that she could just sense that that was probably something that this man had in him, that if he was going to treat me like this publicly, then who knows what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So I guess it still took you a while. She opened your eyes to what was going on, but it still took you a while to extricate yourself from that relationship. Yeah, it did take me a while. And I think that looking back, something that I've really realized is that we really need to reverse that cliche of treat others as you would want to be treated. And we need to treat ourselves the way we would treat others. And if I had been told by a friend that they were in this situation, I would say leave immediately. But because it was me in that situation... You know, I I put the blame on myself and I didn't. And I let I let what Karen said ruminate. I mean, I was I was always thinking about it when I was with him. And I was like, man, is she right? But I think it still just took a while because her voice, if you want to call it that, her words were all I really had to go off on of this man maybe not being the one. Because I wasn't confiding in people close to me that he was being abusive. It just shows that. You see somebody like Laura, beautiful, accomplished, went to Penn State, already in the horse business, an equestrian, doing all of these things, and you think, oh, somebody like that wouldn't have this happening to them. But it was happening to you, and so we should never be fooled and think that person we know couldn't possibly be having these things happen to her because she can. could be the person who you think has it all might actually be abused, silently suffering. 
Right. And for me, I didn't see it that way. I thought that the world was seeing me when I was so visibly distressed that the world was just looking down on me for not having it together. And I, I think I didn't give people enough credit for how empathetic they actually are. It's just hard to comprehend when the only voice I had been hearing for so long or the only one I cared about was that of my ex-boyfriend. So we really do need to give people more credit. And that's really what my talk was about. It's not about my story, but it's about the fact that people are actually a lot kinder than we think they are. And we all have it in us to do exactly what she did. It's just most of us don't take action. Yes. And I bet that people reading your story in the 30th anniversary edition of Chicken Soup for the Soul and then reading Karen's story and Get Out of Your Comfort Zone, I bet that we're going to have some readers who step forward and do something wonderful for a stranger, just like Karen did for you. Yeah, and if that's the result of it, then I wish I could tell myself that and go back all of those years because it would have made all of it worthwhile had I known it was actually going to help other people or had I realized, I guess, that there were people that I knew who were in similar situations. And I know that now because they've come forward and told me that. It's like once I said what I was going through and once I showed photos of myself being in the hospital with visible marks from what had happened to me, then I had all these people come forward who I thought had it all together based on their social media accounts. And they said they had also been abused. And I thought to myself, why are we not having these open conversations about what's really going on behind the scenes? Because we could really, really help each other. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break for an ad. And then we're going to be back, and I want to talk about your podcast. We're back with Laura Owens, and now I want to talk about your wonderful podcast. Why don't you explain the basic theme of it? Yeah, well, the catalyst for starting the show really was my recovery from that abusive relationship that I had been in. And after I decided to leave, I really relied on my mom as my confidant. And she just heard me over and over again, really going through everything that had happened and trying to make sense of it. So she would give her advice and we would listen to podcasts together, to other self-help podcasts. And in doing that, we thought to ourselves, you know what? We could do a similar thing for other people with my mom's journalistic background and I guess really the background that I had growing up listening to my parents talk at the dinner table about everything related to journalism. So we decided to do a self-help podcast together. And really, I, I wanted to help people just like Karen had helped me. And other podcasts had helped me find myself again, and I wanted to do that for other people. Yeah, and... The theme of it is nobody told me. So what kinds of interesting things have your guests said nobody told them? What's so interesting, Amy, is that we hear pretty much the same things over and over again, and we've done more than a 1,000 episodes. And so we hear about people saying that 
Nobody told them how important it was to fail or how to forgive or to be resilient. And so, again, these are people who kept their struggles silent for so long. And now that they're successful, they feel like they can reveal them. But hopefully people can listen to their heroes, be a little bit more vulnerable and not hear about, oh, I did this and this and this that maybe makes them feel inadequate. And, and we hope that that will motivate people to try to become their best selves. How do you find your guests? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think that my mom and I have different ways of doing that. I love watching the Today Show, and I watch the news all day long, and I'll hear about books that are coming out, or I'll see an interesting story that I think that, hey, that person might be able to add value to our listeners' lives. And so then I will reach out to them. And my mom relies more on the computer, and we get a lot of guest pitches. So she goes through those, and we decide just kind of what sticks with the theme, which is really broad. It's really just how can we help people? People from all walks of lives have really great things to share, and that can be from athletes or authors or, I don't know, somebody who just has an inspirational story of how they overcame something and, you know, maybe it's an illness, just something that inspires us and we know will help others. I think basically what you're doing with your podcast is what I do with my books where you're looking for those amazing stories that will help people and then you're sharing them and you're just using podcasting and I'm using books as the medium. That's exactly, exactly it. And what's it like working with your mom? I mean, there are some people who would say, oh, I couldn't do that. Well, you know, it's not even just one business that I do with her. I actually do the horse business with her as well. And I actually love it. My mom is my best friend. Um, and the relationship that we have actually is is great for working together because I think my mom is somebody who's very honest with me, but I really respect her. So I'm able to take any comments she has or any criticism, and I don't just say, oh, God, you're my mom. I, I don't want to listen to you. I really respect her, and I respect my dad as well. So I really can't imagine working with anybody else at this point. It's one of these things where we don't prepare for our show together. We just come to it independently. We've done our own research. We don't go over what one one of us found out versus the other, but we bring kind of a unique perspective in doing that. I have one more question, and I do want to first tell everybody, go ahead and watch Laura's TEDx talk called The Life-Saving Power of Kindness to Strangers. You'll really enjoy it. Just Google that. Google TEDx talk, The Life-Saving Power of Kindness to Strangers. You know, I've never done a TEDx talk, but I know a lot of people who have. How did you get onto that? How did you get a TEDx talk? I actually just reached out to a few events to see if they were having any that had themes that I thought might be good for what I wanted to talk about, which again was really Karen's kindness. And I found an event that was a TEDx women's event, which you know worked really well for what I was trying to talk about. And it definitely took a long time to cultivate that entire long speech. But it, I was really surprised that once I had the idea, I really just 
it came together in really a couple of days, just writing. It just all flowed together. And that's when I knew I, I had something. I had something that I thought could add value to people's lives. And I think it ended up working really well as a speech. And I really look forward to doing whatever else I can with her message to try to help inspire other people to do what she did for me. Yeah, you, know, you have to memorize it because you're standing up there with no notes. Like, I'm fine with doing a one-hour speech as long as I have a podium and I can have my, my bullet points in front of me. But when you do a TEDx talk, you're standing up there with no podium, no notes. It's all in your head. I was really carried through by the emotions. I think that was it, was it just kind of flowed because I was just telling my story. And I think it'd be a lot harder if I was doing a scientific TED Talk or something where I was going to have to rely on making sure I had the facts of, I don't know, some equation memorized. Yeah, I should probably just get out of my comfort zone, like our new book is about, and I should probably just go and find a TEDx talk and do one. I have so many stories that I oh, can tell. You would be the best. I would look so forward to that. All right, I'm going to I'm going to do that. Good. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Everybody's hearing this now. I'm going to go and try to find a TEDx talk that I can go and do. Well, Laura, thank you so much for joining us today and thank you so much for generously providing us with your story for our book. Thank you so much, Amy. It was such an honor to be a part of the book. I can't even tell you and being on the show is amazing and I hope that you'll come back on ours. Oh, definitely. I will definitely come back. I'd love to. It was very enjoyable. Well, everybody, I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening today. And please join me next time for a look at how two of our contributors reinvented themselves from that book we've been talking about, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Get Out of Your Comfort Zone. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.